Yo, what's going on, y'all? It's your boy Soso, in case you ain't know so. And welcome back to another episode of Sports with Soso. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at Sports with Soso Podcast. And remember, you can always listen and download all of our episodes at sportswithsoso.com. This week, we got another great episode for you guys. We got the Canes taking a big L. We got the Dolphins hanging in there with the Chiefs. We got the Heat seasons kicking off. And we got some soccer for you EPL fans. Let's go. Yo, Joel, real quick before we get this started, I just want to take a quick moment of silence for that UNC and Miami Hurricanes performance. You know what I'm saying? So let's just give this a good five seconds. Okay. Damn, bro. That was what embarrassing. What was that? that was what the hell was that? Listen. That was beyond miserable listen bro i'm old okay and there are hurricane fans that are way older than me okay that it's been so long that we see us get our ass kicked like that not even by get our ass kicked because i was there in north in carolina when the canes got smashed by clemson in the acc title game all right remember very well ask my boys but never bro i haven't seen us get our ass kicked like this in a long, long it team, was, it was in a time, you <laughs> it was, know, it was bad, bro. Jesus, what a whack ass performance, dog. And what pissed me off the most, right, is again the level of UNC. UNC is not that good. They're a good team. They're well coached. They play discipline. All of that, right? Because they know that they play good teams week in, week out in the ACC. It's not a easy conference, right? All right. And you're going to get your ass kicked by the Clemsons. You know, you got Notre Dame this year in the ACC. They're kicking ass. God, I hate Clemson. I, man, I, I hate Notre Dame. I hate Dame. both of those teams. I hate Notre Dame more. But it's okay to lose to teams like that because we're still in the progressing stage, right? right. Manny doesn't really have the, the U up where it should be yet. But to lose to a team like UNC like that, man, that's, that's not right. Well, not let's, right. I mean, let's get into it, man. We, we, we lose the game 62-26 to 26 at home. You know, we we had some very different projections going into this game. I think uh, my projection was uh, 27-20. Yep. I think the Kings, you know, the Kings were going to take it. You said 35-20. We were pretty much, you know, kind of on par with the amount of points the Hurricanes scored. But damn, were we wrong with the Tar Heels, man? They came to play. Those boys came to play, man. And we couldn't do anything on the ground in the air. I mean, it, it, they they had 778 total yards of offense on us. I mean, how does that happen? We, we allowed it to happen. The defense wasn't ready to match the physicality that those boys were playing with, you know, because they were getting literally ran over. Yeah. The running back ran Physically. over our biggest and best tackler. Over and over again. Over and over <laughs> it again. It was bad. Nasty no, speaking ass. of that, 554 yards on the ground alone. The man had the, a record. one of the nastiest highlights that are being shown over and over again in North Carolina, how how this dude destroyed them on their sideline, and you hear all of them cheering. Yeah. That shit is weak. Yep. It's, it makes us look weak, and that's our best, biggest, badass tackler. We got doubled up in yards, right? Total yards, they had 778. Canes came in with 314. Under 20 minutes of possession for a game. That's oh, very man. unlike us. That was brutal. But do you know why that happens to us? Because of the weak-ass running game. Yeah. And I've said it over and over well, again. Well, and in this case, the, the, the run defense or the lack thereof, I mean, there was no stopping their run game, man. It was ridiculous. What did they had 
Michael Carter had 308 yards on us. Javante Williams, 236. Combined for, like I said, 554. I mean, how does that happen? How do you let two players go over 200 yards? Historic day for UNC. And on historic day for the Hurricanes as well because, again, the embarrassment that we're suffering right now from that loss was major, you know, and it really could have killed the potential of the rest of the season because we still have one more game. Now, we know that the Georgia Tech game got canceled. Georgia Tech didn't feel like they should be playing football or that they had anything to play for, so they pulled out of the game. But when you look at how the Hurricanes were going to walk into that game, right, I can't say for sure to say, oh, well, yeah, the Hurricanes were going to actually jump back and smack these guys up and win right? because we haven't seen them do it. You know, we haven't seen them do it. Luckily for them, it really didn't kill them on the recruiting front, and they were able to really kick ass there. Um, actually ranked number nine by ESPN, which is really high. For our Manny Diaz team to continuously be able to recruit really good players is amazing. We saw the drama last night on Twitter with Jay Garcia. Is he coming? Is he going to USC? He ultimately picked the U because, A, he likes the swag, and shit, that's what we're known for. Right. But he knew that Manny has people in place, right, like Red Lashy, to elevate his game but really make him one of the well-known quarterbacks that he could be. Hopefully. They really kicked ass this this recruiting session. They got a safety and a linebacker. He plays both positions, James Williams. He was going to originally go to Georgia, decided to come to Miami. Another guy, Leonard Taylor, a five-star recruit, was going to go to Florida. He decides to come to Miami. We got some other weapons on the outside, three wide receivers, Bashard Smith, four-star recruit, Jacoby George, top 300. Romilio Brinson, another top 300 player. So yeah, the future's bright in Hurricanes football, man. Really bright. And let's see how it translates into them actually continuously to win games because we know they have the talent, right, and we're loaded, so they need to put it together, yeah. you know, and really meld that up. One team I think that does have it together right now are the Miami Dolphins. That's one Miami team that actually, you know, lost this week, but did well. I mean, I, I got to give it to my Finns this week, man. That was a hell of a performance against the uh, eleven and one uh, Kansas City Chiefs. And we or went in there, twelve and one. Yeah, uh, we went in there with the mentality to beat these guys. We weren't scared of them. We attacked them. We got after Mahomes. We hit them. We made him throw the ball over. It turned four turnovers by Kansas City. A really good performance by the defense because we know that they're able to do that. There was just that one third quarter when we came out of the half, didn't have any energy, and I just felt like we fell flat there. Yeah. What do you think? I mean, I think a couple things hurt us, including a bunch of injuries that happened throughout the game. Um, you know, but I, overall, I really like the Dolphins' performance in this game, man. Do we need this? Uh, is that Broncos game going to continue to haunt me every single night? It it's going to continue to haunt me as now the Bills won their game and they move on to 10-3. and three. And we got the Ravens this past week just winning. So uh, it, it, it makes things interesting now for the wild card situation and that last spot, you know, where we're all in, in that same race. So it, we got a good team. We just got we got three games left now, and we got a lot of good takeaways from this game. Like you said, you know, uh, great plays on, on defense. Uh, we had in total, what, what did you say, four takeaways we had? Yeah. Four total turnovers. Including three one picks of the and one fumble. Picks, not only pictures, but actual oh, interceptions. Incredible. 
my man Xavier one Harvard, hand, one handed, <laughs> just out of the, just hawked it out of the air. This guy is out of the world, man. This guy is out of this world. No, he, he, this man needs to be in the like MVP candidacy right now at this point, like or something. Absolutely, bro. <laughs> I love the way he's playing right now. What does he have? Nine interceptions on the season right now. Five and five games, man. Again, this dude comes Last to play. Last five games, he has a pick. That's right. This guy came to play, and Mahomes ain't no joke. Nah, he's you know not. Mahomes ain't no hey, joke. He, he so fought, he, he messed up a little bit this past game. He had three picks. He looked a little sloppy, but yeah. that's what happens when you make mistakes against this defense. They're gonna make you pay, and yeah. we've seen it, right? Whether it's a sack, a strip, fumble, we got playmakers and guys who do their job consistently. For us to hang in there like we did, and the score was what thirty-three to twenty-seven. We hung in there, and we had a chance to win this game in the fourth quarter yeah. after falling dead in the third in the third quarter. Yeah. So it shows me that we're definitely progressing into what we need to be in order to be a consistent playoff team. Also, with Baltimore, not only did they win, they complicate the whole playoff situation like you mentioned. They beat the Browns, which is their direct rival. That AFC North race is crazy. You got Pittsburgh losing two games, making space for maybe one of those teams to get hot and put some pressure on them. If 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 Pittsburgh continues to like falter there, right? But the Dolphins are showing that level of consistency where they can continually make plays, win games, and be the better team on the field. No, absolutely. And then going back to Howard real quick, absolute stud. Uh, if he, we got three more games left, all right, and he's a healthy, healthy, you know, scratch right now for for the next game. If he can get one more pick in the next three games or hopefully more he'll be the first player in 13 years to have double digit interceptions on the season which is incredible last player to do it was Antonio Cromartie in uh, 2007 so um but yeah no another thing that killed us too man uh was the 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 punt return by Miko Hardman last week I caught some shit actually because I was talking about the playmakers on the Chiefs and you know I talked about obviously your obvious Kelsey your obvious Hill uh, your Edwards Hilaire, but I also threw in Miko Hardman. And I got a little bit of shit for that. Everybody was saying, like, really, of all the players, you're going to throw guy? that in? And sure enough, he showed out. He had a punt return. That th- that right there killed us because our, our special teams have been solid all year, and that one play right there, that one possession killed us right there, not to mention the safety at the end of the game, man. That shit killed us. Bro. The safety was the absolute nail in the coffin. Uh, again, it's because we don't know how to win yet as a team, right? Uh, the the team is relatively young. The, one of the oldest guys on the team is Fitzpatrick. You know what I mean? Right. So we got to give credit to the team to not knowing how to win in those situations, but at least willing to put themselves in positions to win games or at least have a chance to win the game, right? A lot of teams would have folded. That's why we're in the playoff hunt, and a lot of teams are playing whack, even though they have the same thing we have, a rookie quarterback or a young quarterback with developing talent on the outside. The Dolphins just happen to execute better. Again, thanks to our leadership as well and Coach Flo. And Coach Flo, you know, again, that guy doesn't get that type of credit. And he deserves it over and over. But besides all that, just that loss kind of just hurt really more in the sense of the playoff sense, right? We're still in the playoffs. We're the seventh seed. But you have Baltimore at you 8 You got Baltimore five. creeping right now. You yeah. also got the Raiders creeping who who, uh, who played last night. Uh, you know what I mean? Cleveland is still in there, right? Because even if they don't win their division or get close to being second place, because they still got to battle it out with Baltimore, you still have Indiana. They have a better record than us, 9-4, and four, ahead of us in the playoff ranking. So the Dolphins need to really win two out of the th- next three games in order to solidify a chance because – to me, to make the playoffs, you got to win 10 to 11 games. If not, 
go home, bro. Yeah. No, absolutely. And then the two of the uh, two of the three games are you're talking Patriots coming this coming week, and then we got the Bills to close out the season. And in between that, we got the Raiders, who are going to be battling for their playoff life. Correct. As well. So I mean, it, to me, it's win out. We got to you know for for a, a really good run in the playoffs, we got to win out these next three games. That'll get us the momentum that we need going into it. But going back to you know positives on the game though. I really liked Tua, you know, yep. his performance. He had a really good performance, 28 for 48. They actually gave him a lot of opportunities to sling the ball. He found nine different receivers, threw for two touchdowns. One pick, granted, but, I mean, it, it, it's, it's going to happen at this point. It was going to happen. Yeah. We knew it was going to happen. We knew it was bound to happen, and, and that's fine. I'll take that with, with the other stats that I just rattled off. But uh, he had both of his touchdowns were two. Guess who? My Your boy, boy. playmaker, boy. 88. Number 88 on the card, number one Knowing in your, your heart, hearts, Mike Gusecki, baby. All right, I got to admit that I was not wrong, but I doubted his ability, and I told you this, his ability to do it week in, week out. And he definitely has a connection with Tua where it's not a safety net, but it's really like a partnership. Like, yo, bro, if you need me, you know where to find uh-huh, me, dog. Uh-huh, throw you know it up what there. I mean? I throw it up there, and I'm going to go get it. Because, look, Parker could have won that game for us. If he grabs that touchdown in the first in the first quarter that he dropped, falling back, any number yeah. one wide receiver, if you're a top five, top ten wide receiver, guess what? They're coming down with you that gotta ball, make bro. That play. You got to make that play, especially for a young quarterback. Whether he's a rookie or not, doesn't matter, dude. You got to make the play because you have to be the playmaker for this team. You're the number one right now. Right. You know you're going to get replaced next year as the number one if you don't make plays like that. And we saw it, and it really hurt us. Yeah, and his injury, too. I mean, he got hurt. He was out of the game. We lost, um, um, what's his face, uh, Jakeem Grant, too, for a little bit there. We, I'm so done with that guy. Bobby bro. McCain. I mean, we, we, we had a bunch of injuries that, that hurt us, man. And then Mike Gusecki, too. I mean, we were just talking about Mike Gusecki, who has you know six touchdowns on the season now. He, he goes down with a shoulder injury, too, late in the Hopefully game. Hopefully he can bounce back. Uh, I think, yeah, I looked at the injury report for this week. He's participating to some level, so he's he has a good outlook for this coming game. That's good, the Patriots. We're, we're going to need him. We're going to need him down the stretch. We need, we're going to need him to make big catches, you know, because Tua trusts him. And it looks like, the, pa- the again, the partnership is working, right? Maybe Parker and Tua aren't on the same page yet. I don't expect a guy like Jakeem Grant to be on the page with Tua because Jakeem Grant, I've said it over and over again, he's not a real wide receiver. Is he talented? Yes. Is he fast? Yes. I would love that guy to return kicks. All game long. Yeah. But I don't need that guy trying to go out there and get passes. But we know that the Dolphins are lacking that wide receiver, running back. That's a big problem for us. The, even in this game, we didn't rush for 100 yards. We don't know what it right. is to have. Well, I, we were hurt. We were, frankly, we were hurt at the running back position this past week, man. We, we didn't have Because a, we don't have a Ahmed. monster. We're, we we're, didn't have Breda. We, we don't really – yeah, we're waiting for next year. You know, we don't have anybody right now that we can sign. But it, right now, considering how we're playing – Without a running back, a legitimate running force, we we're we're, we're doing well, man. And right. so we just add those pieces next year, whether we you know we sign somebody or hopefully we we draft draft somebody. Let's go, Houston. Picks. Keep losing, baby. You know what I'm saying? So we can we build off of this. I mean, we still got a legitimate chance here for playoffs. I'm not talking we're out of the playoffs by nope. any means. So that's I'm, that's what I'm excited for is these next three games. I want to win. I want to win big, and I want to get into the playoffs and do some damage. Me right? Too. But if we don't. Okay, hypothetically speaking, if the Dolphins don't manage to make a, a far run in the playoffs this year, Oof. okay, Wait, don't say that. I won't, yet I won't throw that out there. Good. Even though you were the one that throw, threw out all the bad mojo last week and gave us the well, loss because you predicted against us, you never do that. You take the home team every time, damn it. Anyways, um, 
I think that we have a lot of good pieces moving forward, and I think we have a lot of good things set up for us in the future as far as draft picks that it's if you're a Dolphins fan, right now is the time to be excited. Yeah, absolutely. Everybody should be excited right now, even with the loss. You know what I mean? Where, where we're like, damn, we could have won this game, but whatever. We lose to the number one team in the NFL right now. Right. It's gonna, everybody predicted that. Nobody thought we were going to hang and, in there with them. And we kept them under 40 points, and we only lost by six. Oh, yeah. Not I'll take that all that. day, man. So that. it's good, you know, moving moving into the Patriots game, man. What do you got for them? I mean, I, I got 24-17 Dolphins. I have 27-17 Dolphins. Okay, okay. We're pretty because, close. Yeah, we're pretty close. But the one thing that I really am motivated about about this game is that they beat us in the first game of the season, and I really didn't like that. No. and We were at a different, you know, it was a different, different team, team then. It was a different, you know, momentum. We didn't have momentum that we have right now. You know, and we, we're, we're taking it. We just can't coming off a loss. We're going to bounce back. We're going to make adjustments. People are going to come back healthy. Agreed. Belichick does have the advantage where he's won nine straight against quarterbacks that are rookies or playing for the first time. And Tua is going to break that because Tua is not a regular rookie. Right. He's a very, very accurate wide receiver. He's a very, very good playmaker. And he's going to find ways to hurt the Patriots. And I feel like the defense feels like they have to make – you know, a, a notification to the rest of the NFL and say, hey, the reason why this Dolphins team is so good is because it's led by us and we're kicking ass. That's right. So I got a, the Dolphins winning this week. I like it, man. Cool. It's, it's going to be interesting. Let's go Fins. Let's go Fins, man. Let's get into this heat season, bro. Yeah, we got a little preseason action just happened. Monday night, they played the Pels, the Pelicans. Yeah, took a loss. Took but a loss, 114-92. But, I mean, it's preseason. We didn't have all our players in, frankly. You know, and we th- gave Tyler Hero started. For me, it's like... When when we do preseason, it's never gonna uh, be us showing you our hand, you know. Nah, like I saw the Lakers playing Kevin, uh, LeBron, and Anthony Davis, and I'm like, why do you even have those guys playing when you know they're monsters anyway? Right. You know? If anything, you need and to make sure everybody else is this conditioned. Joke of a preseason. It's a joke, bro. I mean, this preseason, this preseason pretty much reminds me of the way that my boy Gio plays Call of Duty, bro. It's two <laughs> games and he's done, rip and dip, rip and dip. You know, we got three games to kind of get ready for the season, which is not enough time, obviously. The official season starts before Christmas, which is crazy. And we're going to have Christmas Day basketball, which is good for us because we love basketball and we love being on Christmas Day. We play, I'm not sure, I think we do play the Pelicans or something like that on Christmas Day, which is going to be really cool. Yeah. They should have gave us the Celtics or something like that, but whatever. Is it? I'm going to look it up. The, I don't know if it check is that. The, the Christmas Day game. But... Again, the season starts so quick, so the the Miami Heat, especially Eric Spolstra, he's not going to show you what he has or anything like that because we know that our guys coming into this season or any season are always going to be one of the best conditioned teams. We have a really good training program. We make sure that we're checking body fat. There's no slouches around here. You're not going to see any fat players on the Heat. You're going to see guys who can, can play ball, be conditioned, run up and down the court, and work for however long they got to work. Right. So – I'm not worried about, like, stats, quote-unquote. Right. What I'm looking for is people who are playing well. Exactly. Like you mentioned, Tyler Hero, 17 points. Yeah, they started minutes. him, and he led the team, man. He was he was running the point. He was leading the team, making plays. Him he and Duncan like Robinson, the, they literally didn't miss a beat. Duncan Robinson had 14 points. He looked like the best Heat player yeah. on, that, came, that played that game. Absolutely. Bam played, but, again, he just showed more heart. Guys just signing a big contract. Bam was just there to the get house. a sweat in. You know, and, he just wanted to work out. Get a workout, bro. Why are you throwing yourself on the floor, man? This is preseason. <laughs> 
Get your ass up. Don't bro. hurt yourself. Don't hurt yourself, fella. baby. I need you. Come on now. I need you, baby. You know what I mean? Like, I don't need my big guy going yeah. out there throwing himself. No, I know. But and that's that heart that we play with. You know what I mean? Absolutely, man. And, no, it's a good takeaway. I mean, we, we got one more game coming up. Uh, tonight we play the Raptors. Uh, so, you know, it's it's just a short preseason, you know, just to stretch our legs and, and kind of get back into the swing of things. I mean, we just ended the season not too long ago, man. So this is pretty – this pretty interesting we haven't had this before so i, I think it's going to be advantageous that we were you know in the finals obviously and our players were the, the last ready. ones there so we're Teams ready, yeah, ready we're exactly we're ready for it and now we just need those other pieces to fit in uh but you were right they do play the pelicans again uh we do play them again on christmas day uh so that'll be interesting because they they got a lot of young talent man and so do we so do we so it's a battle of the young talent again i got i can put the heat up Especially after making the finals, I could put that Heat team up against anybody. Yeah. Against anybody. Now, I'm not saying that, again, we played the Lakers and, yeah, we lost. Okay. But guess what? We weren't even full squad at them because we didn't have Dragon. So Yeah, and we didn't have Bam for a couple games there. You know, again, when I think about the Heat, bro, I really feel like this is a season for them to make more noise than they did last year. And we were a very dangerous team last year. Yeah, we got into the bubble. Some teams were hot, some other, some weren't. But we were hot, and we played hot. This team should finish, I'm going to say, top three in the East. I really like Jimmy. I really like his leadership. The guys are galvanized by it. They get behind him. They believe in the Heat culture, and he just wants to work. When Jimmy's coming out and saying, well, I don't care if Giannis signs here or if you know Westbrook is in – you know, Philadelphia or whatever. I don't care. I'm coming over here to ball. Right. And my team's coming here to ball, and you're going to respect us, and we're going to come out here and work your ass. That shows more heart than anything else that that any, yeah. that's happening with another Eastern Conference contender. Yeah. And no. that's after Giannis signing with – Exactly. Milwaukee. Yeah, max deal contract. And that's what, that's what I was about to mention right now. The pretty the season's pretty much set, right? The 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 pieces have fallen where they're going to fall. And, you know, you, you got the rumors of James Harden cuz he's not happy there, but frankly, as a Heat fan, you know, I like James Harden, but I don't think that we need him on our team. He's I like the, I guy. like what we have, and especially because of the fact that I heard that the Sixers were entertaining some offers and and what they were asking for, what Houston was asking for was ridiculous. I think it was something along the lines of like three first-round picks and Ben Simmons or something like that. And two other so, players. So imagine you can only imagine what they're asking for in a trade for Harden. And I don't want to give anything up right now. I really love the chemistry from our team. I, lo- I like how young everybody is and how hungry they are for a title. So, you know, it's it's a it's a really good position to be in right now. We got a lot of great pieces, like I said, and I'm excited. I'm excited for the season to start. For sure. I agree with you with James Harden, too. I really don't think that he's the fit that we need right at the moment. Not to say that Harden is a bad player. We know how talented he is offensively. Defensively, he's underestimated, I can say that, because he does play a certain amount of good defense, enough for somebody who's so Yeah, but that's not what he's known for. No, no, I'm saying he's he's not known for it, but what I'm saying is like for somebody who's so offensively minded, he does play a good amount of decent def- of defense. Right. So he's not like he's trash defensively. Right. But, but that's not what we would need him for. That's, to that's your point. not what we need. That's and, not what we need him for is that and defense. Everything that I've seen about him in his career doesn't say he culture. If not, guess what? He probably would have been here already because he's been a free agent and traded two times. So he doesn't fit what I deem that we need. 
we need a big guy, a center, who right. can just guard the paint, guard the rim, and we can unleash Bam on everybody and let this guy run rampant defensively. Yeah. That just, just makes us more, more Davis. That's dangerous. literally all we need. We've never good, been big, the... Uh, big man. We've never been the high offense power team except for the time that LeBron was here. Right. And even still, we weren't beating teams 120 to 115. Well, so, I mean, I think we were actually. Nah, not we all, not night in, night out. In there, was, there was a lot of games where we played and the score was under 100. No, that's absolutely true. There was and, a lot of good contenders, too. But that we were, I mean, we had a 27-game win streak, you know, that was unprecedented during that time. But that's neither here nor there. I, and I'm getting, I get what you're saying, and, and it's true, man. I think we just m- we're missing that, that that Harden. You know, the element that he can bring is great, and, and I would love to have a player like Harden or Harden himself, but I don't want to give up anything that we have right now or too much of it. If it was something reasonable, then by all means, but it just sounds like they're, they're not having it. They want everything back in return. And something else I heard that I didn't like was that Harden had all say on, like, personnel. So if he didn't like a, a coach or an assistant coach or, or you know, whoever he didn't like – uh, they were a gone. real boss, like a real boss. Yeah, right? they were gone, and that doesn't necessarily mesh well with the Heat culture. To your point, because of Uncle Pat and yeah. Uncle, you know, Uncle Pat's the do, you know the Godfather. He's the Don. He's the one that's gonna have the ultimate say. I mean, and you can't have that. For me, history has shown that right because when you look at what happened when LeBron was here, when Shaq was here, even when Wade left and all that stuff, it was always about, hey man, I run this show. You can be whoever, but this goes through me because I'm going to be here way longer than you and before you. So you do what you got to do. Yeah. So nobody's coming into here and going to say, hey, this is how we're going to do things now. And James Harden looks like he's that type of guy. He does not fit here. And I wouldn't entertain a trade right now for him that includes Tyler Hero because for all intents and purposes – Tyler Hero is the future. He's that offensive weapon that when you have a defensive player like Bam, who's going to give you 20 points and 15 rebounds, and you have an offensive weapon like Hero could turn out to be, bro, that puts us in a real good position for a real long time. Young studs. We don't need a guy like Harden right now. We need a center. And trading Tyler Hero for Harden is not the move. It's right. just not the move. Yeah. So we can put, put those rumors to rest. Yeah. We'll see. They play the we Raptors good. Friday. Spo said nobody nobody special is playing. So that means no Bam, no Jimmy, no Drogic, no this guy, no that guy. So watch it, but watch it to watch Precious and Mo Harkless and uh, and see the guys, Jail Lynn and Avery Bradley, and let those guys see how they're going to gel with the guys that we have, like the Duncans, the Heroes. Yeah, and then we got our, our season opener. We're taking on the Magic on the road at, Breath. at the Magic. I feel like we uh, play Wednesday, them every uh, December year 23rd at 7 to o'clock. To start the season, bro. I mean, yeah, that's the hometown, man. Especially now with COVID, is right up the road. You just got to slide it to the O. <laughs> You're right there. Let's get it on. Yeah, bro. And then, we, like you said, we got the Pelicans on Christmas Day. Big games. We're going to be involved, involved in a lot of big games this season, and it's exciting for a Heat fan because we know that we have potential to be in every single move that is necessary. Or at least when big moves are being talked about, teams are going to mention the heat because people want to be here. Absolutely. But it is what it is. I don't think we're going to be trading for Harden anytime soon, which is a good thing. Yes, sir. Hey, man, but talk to me a little about about the Premier League, man. What's going on? A lot has been changing, bro. And for me, it sucks because Chelsea has lost two games. We lost to Everton, one zip off a penalty. We lost to Wolverhampton Wolves, two to one after being up one zero. 
and other teams are really catching up. We were actually in the hunt for first place in the table, which currently has Liverpool with 28 points, Tottenham second with 25 points. Surprisingly, these two teams are up there, Southampton and Leicester City. Both of those guys have 24 points. Then you start getting into the teams that you've heard more often, right? You got the Everton, United won today, so they're in sixth place. Uh, like I said, Chelsea, they're currently top 10, number seven. You got a team like West Ham against ahead of City and Wolverhampton. But that's because City and United still have an extra game to play. Mm -hmm. But that just shows you how much parity there is right now in the EPL where the race to be number one is going to be tight because the level of quality of good teams. Before, traditionally, the EPL was a big six clubs, and those you expected one of those guys to win year in, year out. Now, I just mentioned you 10 teams where first place has 28 points and 10th place has 20 points. Right. So there's not a lot of distance from, like, the good and the bad. They're all pretty much melded together to see who is the top dog. Yeah, the playing field's a lot more even nowadays. Big time. And there's a lot of big teams playing each other. You know, you had Liverpool beating Tottenham. Uh, United, they won today. City drew a tough game. Like I said, Chelsea losing. So it's a lot to look forward to. And as an American, I think it's important for people to watch EPL so that they know the level of soccer that should be played. So then when the World Cup comes around, they're able to be like, yo, this is the guy. And especially right now, the USA has like nine players playing overseas at big clubs in Barcelona, Juventus, in Ajax, a guy from Chelsea, Pulisic. So they're out there, and even our goalie, he's a backup for Manchester City. They're out there, and Team USA is going to level their expectations. Ad so, admittedly, I, I, I got to admit, I am one of those fans. You know, I, I, you know, I've tuned in for my you know, Copa America, right. and I'll tune in for the World Cup, you know, whenever it's like the Olympics and stuff, what, you know, all the big events to root on Team USA or, or women's, you know, women's soccer, yeah. soccer as well. But I'm not the biggest Premier League fan. I, I just I, obviously these are names that I know and I you know I recognize and stuff. But where where do they stand right now in the season? Like how I don't know the breakdown. How okay. is there in the playoffs right now? Are they in the race to the playoffs? How does this work? So there's no quote unquote playoffs, right? Every team plays 38 games, and then each game is worth a certain amount of points. Three points if you win, one if you tie, zero if you lose. Gotcha. So the one with the most points wins the league. Wins At the, the end, table. that's At just end. how it goes down. At the 38 okay. games, right? So that's always the race. And how long does this take? Uh, like a few months, a couple weeks? Months, man. It months. starts, well, because of COVID, they had to start a little bit on time, but the season had just finished because they pushed a lot of games back. Traditionally, it's like starts right around August or, or like late September and then all the way through March or February, right? Because in between that, you still have international competitions, World Cups, Copa right. Americas, where players are leaving on international duty. So they kind of extend the season in that way. So, yeah, it's a couple of months of soccer. But for intents and purposes of the table, if you finish top four, you go into the Champions League, which is the biggest tournament for your european teams a lot of money in that if you finish in the top six you go into that subdivision which is europa which is still a lot of money especially for those mid-market clubs that right. usually don't make an extra three million dollars five million dollars ten million dollars per year so finishing in the top four is always good finishing gotcha. in the top six is always better right because at least you know you got some type of income that you can spend on the team and chelsea's just on the outside at number seven for now for now, <laughs> all right? That's only see, for now. I see the, right? the, because the a heartbreak. Lot of, 
I'm the only Chelsea fan from like a lot of my boys, right? I have a boy who's a Are Barcelona they all just like fan. Liverpool fans or something? I do have a Liverpool friend and I also have like some United friends, some Manchester City friends. So they I love know some to Arsenal give me shit. Fans. Yeah, I got a guy that I play soccer with is an Arsenal fan. And a lot of those guys, they watch a lot of EPL. So the shit talking is like very intensive because you know you got to win in order to talk shit. But you play a lot of good teams, so it's tough to talk shit. Right, you still got to right. love your club and back them up. Like Chelsea plays West Ham at home next game. They play on Sunday. Okay, and they're they're right behind them at number eight. And they're number eight, so the motivation <laughs> oh, is okay, high. This is a good game. So I'm trying to push I that think, confidence. I think I gotta I gotta tune into that, man. Can we watch this or something? Do you, I, where do you watch absolutely, this? Absolutely, bro. We can watch it at McCrib. All no right, problem. I'm down. I'm down. And I, again, I'm, I'm down to an check it easy out. way to watch soccer is to wake up early, bro. If you're a person that wakes up early, guess what? At seven thirty in the morning, there's gonna be a game that you can watch while you drink your coffee and like your kids are sleeping. You're like, well, I have these thirty minutes to watch some sports at least. I'm gonna use it to watch this, right? Because super dope. Once the kids wake up, it's a pr- it's right. a wrap. I'm gonna check it out, man. I, I'm gonna out. get into it. I'm gonna get into it. Yeah, man, check it out. Well, that's the end of today's episode. Another one in the books. As always, Joel, I really appreciate you, brother. Oh, no doubt, man. Thank you for having me, as always. Hey, everyone, thank you so much for listening to the show. Remember to follow us on Instagram at sportswithsoso.com. As always, all of the episodes are available at sportswithsoso.com. And if you like the show, make sure to tell, tell a, friend. a friend. Tell a friend. Tell a friend. Tell a friend. Tell a friend. And show them the Instagram. Show them let the them website know. and let them know. Everybody, we'll see you next week as we talk yes, to you sir. about another episode. Let's go. Peace.